What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us for another edition of the Charles Coleman Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Coleman, and I'm so happy to welcome you to another episode. Got a great show lined up for you today. Got some dream teamers on the couch with me. Super excited about that. Lot to talk about. But before we get started, make sure you do yourself a favor. Go down, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you're following us. Make sure you are sharing and subscribed and registered to make to get all of the updates for the Charles Coleman Podcast. We are on Apple Music. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes, Pandora. Anywhere podcasts are heard is where you will find us, your new favorite podcast, the new home for Black Brilliance, the Charles Coleman Podcast. So before we get started, got to let you guys know who's in the building with me, of course. To my left, one of my favorite members of the Dream Team. We are the give and go of this podcast space. My man, Cashmere Kirk Quillen is in the building. What's going on, beloved? I tried to trip you up. I know. I tried to trip you up with the camera, <laughs> but you still did the point shit. Yes, we got to. That, that's, Consistency that, is key. Consistency is key. Well, it's good to have you. How you doing, man? I'm well. Okay. Of course, another one. We're running the triangle offense again. Always, I, I always love running the triangle offense, especially with these two. We got the boss at 593 Washington, the, pref, the professional winner. That's right. You know her. You love her. Gloria Sherubin is in the building. What's happening? What's happening? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for both being here. Super excited about today. We're going to have some fun today. Got a couple of good conversations to have. Um, but... Before we do, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you were outside, okay. and maybe you too as well, did you ever go like significantly younger than you, like when you was outside? No. Never? You didn't go younger? I couldn't. You couldn't? Why not? I wasn't in spaces with people my age. Okay. I've always been around the older cats. The older cats? Yeah. That, see, that's my thing as well. You, did you ever? No. Never? No, not really. <laughs> no, no, I did not. Okay, I, just, I, I, I want to give you no lingering opportunity to think that there's a possibility. Because you said no, not really. You. I'm like you, no. Because you know I was about to go there. No, I asked because I was driving up here, and so I was at homecoming, and my mm. man met this young lady, and I was like, "Ooh, she a little young, bro." Mm. He's like, Class nah. of next year. <laughs> <laughs> Class of 28. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a little young. I was like, "Yo, bro, like." What are you doing? Right. What are you gonna do? Like, he's my age, right? Oh, he's playing. And so. she's, she's. I was like, yo, how old is he? She's like, she'll be thirty-one next month. <laughs> I said, bro, you was out of college twice nah. before. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing, right? <laughs> so he's like, is it that bad? I said, well. So I started telling him like, my one time I tried to to to, to deal with a young joint, mm. and it was a disaster. It was like it was terrible. It was like three strikes, Crazy. like. Like the first thing that happened was, you know, she was like, um, we're talking. And she, uh, she was over the crib and she was on the phone and she was like, oh, she was talking to a girl. She was like, I'm at my old head's house. Mm. What? She, she said that to a girl, like, I'm at my old head's house. I was like, mm. what? Like, who are you talking about? Mm. That was like one. So I was like, Okay, that's, that's a little interesting. I'm, I'm going to let you rock. <laughs> let you rock with that, right? Strike two. We were talking. This was a real conversation. Mm-hmm. College-educated woman. This is a real con- conversation. Uh, we were talking, and, and, and somehow birth year came up. And I said, you know, I was born in 79. I'm a 70s baby. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about R&B, I remember. And she said, oh, I'm a, I'm a 90s baby. I was like, yeah, 90s. You know, I was... I was there for it, but right. she wasn't outside. Like I was, you know, I'm seventies baby. She was like, she really dead ass asked me. She said, "Did you know anybody from slavery times?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you're dragging it. You're dragging." <laughs> She's like, "I was like, okay, you're dragging it." And I'm really, I'm, are you going way too far? Like she didn't think that like. I was a slave, obviously, or like... You got to know two of them, though. <laughs> At least your cousin. In the right, 70s. Right, and I was like, oh, now nah, you, are, you are dragging it. But That's the hilarious. final straw, the final straw, fam. That wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. The final straw while I refused to date a young joint again was, she said, um, <laughs> she said, yo, why are you always moaning? So I'm thinking she's talking about, like, in bed, you know, whatever, whatever. I was like, what do you mean? I mean, you know, when we get into it, like, that's, you know, 
Feel good. Feels right. good, right? right? That's what I'm supposed to do. She was like, nah, I don't mean that. She's like, when you like get up and sit down from the couch, like <laughs> she's like, you make noise. I'm like, get get out. Get out. Get, get out. Get, get out. out. Get out. Take no your more. toys and go. <laughs> <laughs> Take your lunch pail. Exactly. Take your lunch. So I do not recommend it. And I had to tell him my, oh, that's hilarious. my story. Like, I, I I can't go young. Mm-mm. I don't advise it. Um that's going to bring us to our shortcuts. This is our conversation about news and views. The stories that you may have heard about but aren't being discussed on a regular basis. And this is your opportunity to really get into them. Um, so there was an interesting story that I saw out of Utah where during Halloween, unsurprisingly, as usual, right, we always have these ridiculous Halloween costumes and somebody always does something stupid. Mm-hmm. There were some kids who decided to dress up in blackface and then they dressed up as criminals. They dressed up as like convicts, like they had the, the typical black and white old old school mm-hmm. joint on, and then they they were they were all white. They dressed mm-hmm. up in blackface, and then they had a white police officer, and then they had the audac that was with them, and then they had the audacity to go to Walmart. Oh, so he went to Walmart. Make it hot. And yeah, make it hot. Right. right. They they hotted themselves. We need themselves. to be seen. We want to be seen. They hotted themselves, and so they were of course put on social media, put on video, and one of the people who was recording, I could tell, like, knew them or was, like, a peer. And I kept hearing her say, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? You guys are not going to get into college. You guys are ruining your life. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And I'm really not even necessarily concerned with, like, where they are mentally in terms of, you know, what would make them do something like that or this, was a, this is an aberration. We all know that. Like, right. that's real simple. But my thing was... For the person who was videoing, for the person who had the commentary, it really seemed like she was just more concerned about the punishment rather than the notion of like what you guys are doing is fucked up. Right. And it made me think, because we've seen these spaces before where, you know, kids lose scholarships, they can't go to college or this down the throat, they lose a job, whatever. When you're that young, when you are in high school, for example, and you do something like that. Where's the line? What's the what what's the appropriate penalty? Because I know for us, right? Mm-hmm. Like for them, it's easy to say, oh, your life shouldn't be ruined. Well, easy cowboy. Like you have never been in that space to be offended in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. But for us, right? You're mm-hmm. you're 17, 18, you do some dumb shit. Like mm-hmm. dumb. You know it's well, maybe you didn't know it's dumb. Maybe you did know it's dumb, but right. you do it anyway because you're not thinking and peer pressure or whatever. When do you stop paying the penalty for that? Well, we come from a different era, right? So we, we, we have the concept of punishment, of a line that we should not cross. And if we did, we should expect punishment. Mm-hmm. Now, they, like I, in the example that you used, the person recording it is doing it to own the content because this thing is going to go viral. So you're saying that like consequences just are secondary yeah. to the clout. Consequences come secondary to the bag. Consequences are built into the actions, period. They're built in. Whenever you, any action, anything you do, the consequences are already built in. Whether you want to acknowledge them or not, that's a whole different story. But it's already (laughs) built in. It's it's gonna come, and when it comes, you're gonna have to deal with the repercussions of it. You know what I'm saying? And in this world, this era now where things do get viral, things do get out, you know what I'm saying? Like, these kids, and you can see in their demeanor on, they, they, they were very reckless and, you know, like, very nonchalant. Not yeah, really was, they were just standing they there were like completely unfazed. Like, no, nah, we don't have any plans on going to college. Right. Like they had already reasoned in their mind <laughs> whatever the consequences were. It. We were willing to accept it because this behavior is more important. It's like I don't know if you heard that article or saw that story about those kids. They showed on TikTok how you could start cars, Kia's, Sophia's, and mm. uh, another one, Kia's, and I think Hyundai's with your phone. Mm-hmm. Oh. So these teenagers have been like basically car, you know, starting these cars, getting in them. And recently, I forget which state it was, kid gets, in, gets him and his four friends. Joyride. Joyriding. Three are dead. The driver's oh. the only one that, that made it. So all for the TikTok prank? Like, you just buck wilding in a Kia? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, now, like you're a, a whole dad. If I'm going to floss. Um, what? <laughs> I'm not even going <laughs> to... We might do I'm not doing that. Right? That's all I'm about to say. We're not doing that. Like, do that. yo, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to floss, I might go high. That's all I'm saying. I think it's, it's the whole yeah. thing is getting into the car with your phone. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But the, at the end of the day, 
I, I use that as an example to say that the thought process of some of these people are not embedded in what are the consequences of my behavior because they put more weight on the clout chasing. You understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? This is more important for us to have this content mm -hmm. and do this exactly. than it is. Mm -hmm. I'll deal with that later. Right. Do you think that um, we should be pushing for consequences in that space? Like when we're talking about people who do things, young people that do racially offensive things, because there's one, there's, one, there's one argument, and it kind of sort of mirrors what you're talking about in terms of the consequences are built in. Right. Like you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be the one that has to deal with that. Is there any additional public shaming that's required that you feel like is necessary, or do you feel like you got to live with that, and I, that's more than enough for me? I mean, I don't know. I think that, you know, some behavior, if it's a really egregious, may need, you know, greater consequence than yeah. just the embarrassment. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And, you know, that I think that's a case-by-case -case scenario. You know what I'm saying? Because it can't go inexcused. We just can't give it a pass and just be like, rock with it. I agree, but... Again, we're talking about digital content, right? So it's not like back in the days where it was a Polaroid, we could just rip it up and it's done with it. It's like out this, there. Right, right. This thing is, is here forever. It's out there. I mean, you know, I, I think you ruin your college life or your ability to get in college or you thwart your life in some level, that's on you. And right. you got to live with those consequences. I just wonder how far it should carry after that. But it is what it is. Um, Want to switch gears? Kurt, do you have any hobbies? At this point, um, outside of cigar smoking, yeah. you mean like like building stuff and stuff like Buildings, that. Buildings, whatever, like anything. Um, Did you have any hobbies as a kid, growing up? No. 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 Wasn't uh, something like that. Do you have any hobbies, G? I don't have. You any don't. Hobbies. My hobby is working. Working. <laughs> your hobby's making money. Making money. Making money's your hobby. I asked because I recently I saw a commercial for. A new video game, and I I game. I, I'm not as avid a gamer as I once was. I used to literally stand in line for really, yeah. Oh, Call of Duty releases mm -hmm. every year. This was before you could actually download the games, right? Mm -hmm. So to that young chick who asked me about slavery, uh, yeah, it was, was before then. Not yeah, the was, residual. No, it was back then. That's <laughs> called a callback. Exactly. No, I so so so. Yeah, I used to stand in line. I used to do that. And now I just you can just download the game straight right. to you. You don't even leave the house. And I just wonder, are there certain hobbies? I'm, I'm asking you in particular. Are certain hobbies, like if you hear, if, you over, if you're in a lounge and you overhear a bunch of grown-ass men talking about video games or comics, is that like, do you look at them like, what are y'all doing? Y'all too old for that. Or do you just like, yo, live and let live? No, I think, I, I, I definitely don't judge it. I think everyone needs some kind of outlet. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Something that they do that they could just kind of decompress, dumb down, and not really think about it, and just get into it. I think, it's, I think that's important, to have something like that. So I, I, I don't judge it. So if, you, if you're dating someone, your partner's like, I'm a Harry Potter freak. I want to go to Comic-Con wearing the Harry Potter mask and the cape and all. You down? You going to do no, it? No, I'm not. <laughs> You're not available? <laughs> I'm not. You're not available That's that? too much. I don't know. I really don't get into it. I do know folks that really wind up and get in that. It's not me. It's just, their thing. I want to go. Just go. Enjoy. But I'm not going. But I'm not necessarily, you know, that would you, would you tell your, Would you tell your girlfriends? Would you be like... That they doing that? Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about you. <laughs> I'll be like, no. <laughs> My man be getting costumed up. Son <laughs> <laughs> bounce without his cape again. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. I got an eye in his... his <laughs> Whose sword is this, Thomas? Whose sword is this? In the back seat again. I don't got kids. I don't got no kids. My kids grow. Any anything that you think is too old a hobby? I mean, I'm secure, right? So like yeah. my thing is like, you know, I, I've recently discovered about myself. I didn't realize it was as much of a thing as it is. I like cosplay. Like, I like a good costume for the shit that I'm into. That's what I like. Oh, okay. So, like... I really didn't hear the word. Wait, what was that? Yeah, see? <laughs> so, I'm like... Cosplay. Oh, yeah. okay. It refers to costume. Play. Right, 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 like, right. Yeah. All right? We understand now, because yeah. I thought you yeah. said something. Some child's play. And I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> Wait, about? Whoa. That hey, is not a hobby, yo, brother. That's hey, a crime. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, for me, it's video games, mm -hmm. you know, Cosplay, very still, still very much so into 
not comic books, but like comic heroes, that that world, that universe. I'm going to ask you a question then. Go ahead. But not to even be funny, right? Mm-hmm. So you say you're into cosplay, right? Would you pull up in a situation where it wasn't cosplay time? Oh, well, and just on, so on a random awesome. day. Awesome. This is me. I love this stuff. Yo, Kurt, I'm going to meet you at the restaurant. Cool. Oh. And you show up as blank man. <laughs> That's a great question. I'm not... Show I'm me not, you love it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. There's a level of commitment. Right, I'm committed on you. I'm not opposed to that. Like, I'm not opposed to that, real talk. Okay. I probably wouldn't do it for this, and this is just straight vanity. Mm-hmm. I got too much clothes and I don't go enough places mm-hmm. so that when I do go out, I got to wear what I got, gotcha. like in the arsenal. So for me, I'm going to wear the costumes when it's costume appropriate. Like, the pandemic kind of spoiled people who in the fashion because, like, we don't go out every mm-hmm. day. Like when mm-hmm. I was going to work every day, every day, leave it, leave the crib, go right, to the right, train, right. whatever, whatever. Now it's like you could literally have a full work day, not walk out the house. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, I got, I'm gonna get these fits right. off I, yeah. right. when I leave the crib. Full clip in that closet. Full, full clip. I'm trying to empty it, right? Because I, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't go out. Right. So that's the one thing. But as on principle, mm-hmm. why not? Why not? I mean, we just don't see it, right? When's the yeah. last time you've been somewhere and somebody pulled up like that? Well, you know, that, see, that's the thing is that the but spaces that I go it. to. We got to love it, though, man. They do you can't it. say you love it if you ain't rocking it. People do it, though. Don't, do not, it's New York, fam. I know. Sometimes it'd be right in front of your face and you don't realize it. Right. Oh. Real talk. Sometimes it'd be right in front of your face you'd be like, and they like, you're like, oh, something look weird. No, that's a that's a yeah, costume they right there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they doing manga mm. or something or something like that. You don't even know. That's crazy. So yeah, but I mean, yo, I'm not afraid. So if any of our, you know, viewers, audience members, listeners, if you cosplaying out there, or you know, you got a hobby that people are telling you you're too old for, just love it. Do it. Do what Pull you up. like. Pull Live up. Your life. All right, for our last shortcut for the day, um, wanna have some fun. You you know, G was trying to cheat because she's <laughs> The professional mm-hmm. winner, which means that she cheats it, all the right, time. All the time. What is the most iconic black sitcom theme song? Iconic? I, like most iconic. <clears throat> the Good Times theme song. Mmm, that, that's a pretty good guess. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard What's to the Good that. Times? What? Make it, just say it for me right now because I'm, I'm Make struggling. Make it away when you wanna. Temporary layoff, good time, easy credit. I just want to be Scratching and surviving. Scratching and surviving. And you know, I feel bad because the Cosby Show just doesn't even make it. They had two. They changed it yeah, they had every two, year. Right? It's like more like they changed it two or three times. But what about? I remember two. We're moving on up. Moving that's on a good up. one. That's a good one. That's the one that was stuck in my head. That's why I was. That's why I played it because I was just like. Nah, there's another so there's, one. Other the, there are time. two. The Jeffersons. The, the Jeffersons. Jeffersons is a really good one. There are two that are, that don't get mentioned. First of all, I actually think low key or really high key, Fresh Prince of Bel Air actually. Oh yeah. Because we yeah. all know the words. Not right. Martin. Martin is up there. Yeah. But I actually like. I still think Fresh Prince of Bel Air is actually number one because we all know the words. Like right, right. all you know, once you start it, you just know it. But two of them that I think, Martin was very good, but mm-hmm. one I think that, two that I think are honorable mention, it's not a, they don't, there are no words, but as soon as you hear the music, you know it, mm-hmm. what's happening. Definitely. As soon as you hear, you know it. Sanford and Sons is also up there. I was going to say Family Matters. When you hear it, you know it. Like, it's a brand new tradition. Yeah, 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 this yeah, 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 yeah. Like as soon as you hear it, you know it. But I, you watch I, I think I think Fresh you didn't Prince watch is the oh, winner. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You didn't watch Family nah. Matters? The Winslows? Nah. Steve Urkel? Urkel? Nah. Oh, oh nah. Good job. Nah. nah. What happened to you? I wasn't. I wasn't checking for Urkel. He's too hard. He's too cool. Man? Yeah. Urkel ain't <laughs> had no pistol. I wasn't you. I really feel like <laughs> you. I'm a changed man. Wasn't always like this, man. Oh, you was outside. I evolved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. Urkel. Nah, son. <laughs> oh. Word. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's so resolute about it. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next question. Word. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> All right. Well, mm-hmm. um, 
Kurt doesn't watch Family Matters. Nah. And, uh, yeah, that's a good binge for you, though, bro. Yeah, it is. Family Matters? Yeah, yeah just yeah. Some, some free. We it, was, some, it was classic. Yeah, you just need, like, good vibes. Yeah. Man. Just content, you know, no extra... And, and here's the it thing, was no Urkel on was that too show. dramatic. He's Urkel. Like. But he's, 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 he's like the comic. Yeah, he's, he's the voodoo, comic. bro. He's the comic relief. <laughs> yeah, right. He's the comic relief, right? Like, so it's, it's a black family. It's a normal black family. I'm good. Nah, he ain't normal, son. Wasn't Pop Jake or something like that? Nah. Fam- I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Pops was 12, but. Nah, son, I'm good. He said, was it Pops Jake? <laughs> Word. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Police in that time of his life. Right. Watch nothing nah, but the cops son. in it. Nigga screaming at the TV. Defund the police. Word. <laughs> Come on, family. Shout out to Rodney King. <laughs> wow, this guy. They did have an episode that dealt with police brutality. Did though. they? Yeah. Well, um, what happened is the son. Urkel got jammed up. No, it wasn't oh, okay, Urkel. good. The son. <laughs> The son got stopped by some cops. He was racially profiled. Ooh. And he went home and, and get this, the pops ain't believe him. And then the moms was like, yo, you, you know, at least check it out. So, you know, the cops, so of course he knows who the cops of are. Course. So he goes down to the, to the coffee shop. He acts like, yo, did you, uh, by the way, stop these, you know, stop this kid the other night, whatever, whatever. He was like, yeah. So he asked him, why'd you stop him? And he said something like, uh, it was a broken tail light or mm-hmm. whatever. And then he was like, really? Because the ticket said failure to signal. Mm. That was my son. So, like, they actually dealt with it in a... In a and what happened? <laughs> Give him the whole show right yeah, now. I know. Right? You got to watch it. Yeah. Just don't watch right, well, it. Go watch the show. It's right, probably cool. streaming somewhere. He ain't do nothing. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> what you want him to do? Get him fired? Why not? It's his son, right? What'd you, yeah. what'd you step to him for? Don't put that on the TV and get me all I'm caught up in the joint and then don't do nothing. I'm tired of that, man. <laughs> I'm tired of work. All right. Chill out, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, that's going to bring us to our contributor segment, <laughs> which is our time for our contributors to wax poetic about what it is that they want to talk about. Today, of course, because we have her in the building, we've got Branded by G. So, yep. um... <laughs> What are we talking about today on your contributor segment? So Branded today by we're talking about parenting. I'm the proud mother of uh, young adults. They are now, Luke was going to be 19 and Isaiah is 23. Wow. He just turned 23. Wow. And um, just kind of like reflecting back on the different phases of growth. Like at the beginning, it felt like they would never, ever become independent. And even when they became independent in these very small ways, they needed you so much. Mm-hmm. It consumed so much of our time, you know? Mm-hmm. But now it's like I have adult size children kids who mm-hmm. can do stuff with me you know what i mean like we go on vacation i don't have to like micromanage their time this guy's off in the museum on his own she's doing her own thing and you know it's just it's a very different space mm-hmm. you know um and getting to this space is just kind of like it's been so much work to kind of <laughs> build these because at the end of the day i think our goal is just to make nice people yeah. Right. People that you like, My mom people says that, that you can kind of be around, you know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. that, and you know, I've been just kind of in preparation to talk about this, trying to reflect on what was that thing for me. And I think if I, if I have to be completely honest, number one, there's been constant prayer throughout the entire journey Amen. because mm-hmm. I've always felt insecure about making the right decision. Like for my life, for me mm-hmm. individually as a, my own person, I've, I'm, I'm that spontaneous, I'm moving. When I make a decision about something, I'm concrete, I believe it, and I, I make it happen. Right. But when now choosing for my children, it wasn't, you, you don't have that same level of confidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you've got this whole human being yeah. who you're trying to mold, and you're constantly second-guessing yourself. But you, know, you just, you know, through trial and error, you begin to kind of like build that confidence. But I want to say that if there was one thing that was consistent, it was always insisting that my kids try different things. Mm. Like I remember my neighbor one day coming over to me and she was like, so you don't let your kids stay home? <laughs> and I was like, what? I'm <laughs> thinking that, you know, like I should leave them home by themselves. Mm. Like, what are you talking about? She was like, no, she's like, you, every day they have, they're leaving. Like they come home from school and after a few minutes, you're taking them back out somewhere. Like where are they going all the time? On the weekends, they don't get to <laughs> sit home in the house. You're, at the time of morning out, and I was just like, I have my kids in all kinds of extracurricular activities, whether it was dance, whether it was karate, whether it was soccer, 
you know, I remember at one point I put Isaiah in football. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And how, that, how long did that last? That didn't last very long. Because <laughs> Isaiah's very tall. Shout out to Isaiah. Very, very skinny. But he, he grew so fast. It was mm-hmm. just like one day he was at eight, and the next day he was as weird as size 11. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, bro, like, you're not going to be doofy. Like, right. we need to put you with something that's going to give you body conditioning. Word. Because you need to understand how to move with all these limbs. Mm-hmm. Man, I was driving around football fields like, yo. I have a son. You know? Every, <laughs> Listen, everything you're saying is, is, is so fascinating to me because it's, it's literally like hearing my mother talk. Wow. Every, like, when I say everything, everything. I can go backwards. My mother was insistent upon, I was six one and a half in the eighth grade. Mm. And so, and by the end of eighth grade year, I was six two. My mother was like, she's like, there's nothing worse than a goofy ass, big, tall man. She right. was just like, if you walk in a room and you command presence. So she had me in sports for hand-eye coordination. Right. Because it was all, I was just limbs. Right. Just, you know what I'm saying? Everywhere, right? But the intentionality mm. of what you're describing. Right. Uh, just even when you said, my mom's thing was like, my goal was to build good people. Right. That was like my one goal for my children. Right. And the way that she was just intentional about keeping myself and my sister in different activities, it's so eerie to me. Right. Because it's like literally play by play. That's crazy. My question is, when did you realize that like, you could have fun with your kids as adults? I, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's seeing how they, because they know me best. Like, they know me better than anybody else because they see me in the house. They see me in my true person. The person that I present Versus the person that I, I am, or even the person that I know myself to be, they know a different version of me, mm. you know? And it's when they call me out on my shit, and I be like, like, they got all the words. They, you know, they, my mom, you're gaslighting me. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> don't say this. Right, <laughs> like, right. I, Isaiah used to get open chest for this nonsense, and he used to be like, so you just gonna come in here and say dessert? And I would just open chest on him just to make him strong. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, just okay. like, I was, but it was me. I was just challenging him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? They're just, they were nice people. And just like being able to have real jokes with them, they tag, they double team me. Cause they, they have a very good relationship. You I know feel, what I'm saying? I feel, I actually feel bad for her kids sometimes. <laughs> Because G, like me. G thinks she outside, so she, but she, she knows how to use social. Like most, a lot of parents don't mm, really know, mm. and they don't really be social media heavy. Mm. But G, she outside. She's in the car on the stories, listening mm, to pop smoke, nah. and it's because of them. And I'd be like, oh, her they poor, be putting me her, on. Her, her her poor, poor baby, <laughs> her poor children. <laughs> Funny story though. Real, mm. This is a real story, and it just shows like the type of children that G raised. This is true. This is this happened, this was like literally like six years ago, 2016, somewhere in there, maybe 17. But I think it was 2016. Yeah. There was an event that um, I was speaking at mm-hmm. and um, it happened to be sponsored by Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And- Oh yeah. <laughs> and Gloria, I, I, I just, I invited, I think I invited Gloria, but then I was like, yo, if, if Isaiah wants to come, um, it's fine. And then Isaiah and Lola, her, her two children, mm-hmm. they remind me of me and my sisters mm-hmm. a, a lot, like a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. And so I have a, a really a deep affinity for mm-hmm. them. So they, so she drops them off. I, at the time, how old was Isaiah? Like, oh man, this is they. I, mean, I think he was at least a sophomore. In yeah, he's like maybe fifteen years old yeah. ish. Mm-hmm. And Lola is like just young and sweet and nice, mm-hmm. kind of like just very quiet, happy go lucky mm-hmm. reserve. So it's a bunch of grown people, and we're on the, this panel, and this is a nice event, whatever. And I forget what the conversation was about, but it was sponsored by like, this, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Life Water or something like that. It was like the the water division of Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And I get off the stage, and I'm I'm making sure it, it, there's alcohol being served mm-hmm. and all of that, and, and all adults. So I'm making sure that they're okay. Like mm-hmm. I I got my eyes on them because mm-hmm. Gene trusted me with mm-hmm. her kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I go up. I'm like, yo, so what you guys think? This Isaiah goes into, like, I shit you not, like a four-minute diatribe about Pepsi as a global conglomerate and how dare they get up here and spread this propaganda about <laughs> healthy living and the, <laughs> given what they do right. in communities. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like... And Lola's just sitting, just standing there, like, "Yeah, this is my brother." Right. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> Whatever he says is right. Right, and uh, I was just like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> all right." Do we leave now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, 
so you didn't like it. <laughs> I wasn't really sure. But I was just, I, from that point, I realized what, was, what, what struck me was the type of people that you were building, the type right. of thinkers you were building, because it reminded me, not in that way, but just in the willingness to just freely express themselves right. in a space and actually not just be happy to be there, but right. to actually take in and process what you were doing. It reminded me a lot of what my mom made my sister and me do at that age. So I fucks with it. And I right. was like, they, I'm, they good anytime, anytime. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, you know, look, at the end of the day, all I can say is, you know, we, we, we get them for a little bit of time mm. and the time that you get them for, you got to love them and enjoy them. And, Expose them to as much as you can because, and force them sometimes. You know, like I hate kids to be like, I don't like this. Did you eat it? Have you tried it? Mm. And that's, I think, that's as a parent, just constantly exposing them to different stuff, whether they like it or not. Let them find out they don't like it after they've tried it. Right. Don't just make that decision off of the what you think or what you heard. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's, and I think that goes for us too. You know what I'm saying? When we keep that mantra in our own life as adults, mm -hmm. We live more dynamic lives than getting stuck on stupid on I only do these three yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna judge you on I your, don't your watch costume. Family Matters. Nah, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but I appreciate we that. We're gonna do a cosplay. We're gonna do a cosplay for the show. Yes, Word. Yes. So that's gonna bring us to the end of Brandon by G. Thank you for that segment. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to Zay and Lola. Shout out Shout out Zay and the and the Glizzy gang. Doing this thing out there, Chef Glizzy. Um, that's going to bring us to our main conversation. But before we get there, make sure you do yourself a favor. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button. Make sure you are tuned into the Charles Coleman podcast, your new favorite podcast and your new home for black brilliance. Come get with us. We in hyperspace. Today's main topic, um, you know, I, I tweeted out something that it, 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 it's simple, but people found it to be like profound. Mm. I don't necessarily know that it's profound, but I do think it's, it warrants discussion and consideration. Uh, I said that, what I said, what I tweeted was that black men deserve to grow old. Mm -hmm. And by extension, I also meant that black people deserve to grow old. And there are a number of different things that I meant with that. Okay. Uh, I was immediately referring to, um, violence in urban communities. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about that and its impact. But as I thought about that, I started to think more and more about choices and lifestyle. And I'm like, you know, we can sit and talk about like exercise mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, clean eating and things of that nature. But that really wasn't where I was going with it. I mean, I, you know, that, that's always a part of everything. Mm -hmm. I was speaking more along the lines of just the spaces that we choose to engage our energy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like going places and being around people in situations that are not adding to us, but that are taking from us. Mm -hmm. Continuing to have connections to things and spaces and people that are not fulfilling that are draining. Mm -hmm. Is it that we're not conscious of it? Is it that we don't see it as being a big deal? Like we deserve to grow old. And mm -hmm. I feel like we don't always act like it. Mm -hmm. Meaning I don't think that we always act like we deserve to grow old. Mm -hmm. And when I say grow old, I mean, Kurt, you and I as black men, we know a lot of people who didn't make it to where we are in terms of age. Mm -hmm. Too many. Too many. Too many. So much so that I won't say it's common, but it's far more normal than it should be. But I think, Gloria, the same may be true yeah. for you in terms of just knowing that. And, and, and again, even for our elders, right? Like we have some elders in community who, once they hit that like 75 mark, we feel like they out the door. That's not old. Right. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be old. Right. Right. Like it doesn't have to be old. I mean, we're grateful if we get to there. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. And so, mm -hmm. this has really been heavy on me. And I just wanted to know, like, is it a, why, why do we not necessarily approach our movements, our our energy, our spaces, our choices, around like an expectation mm -hmm. that like, yeah, I, I deserve to grow old, and I'm gonna act like. I plan to be around this for right. a while. I think it's about 
things being, I'm gonna use a word, tribal. Like you know, there's there's certain sectors of every everybody, right? Certain groups, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, people from one group kind of evolve and go into a different group, and then keep evolving, keep moving, right? Okay. And those are the ones who get older, in my opinion, mm. right? But I think the the ones that stay in a sector for too long, I think the activity within that sector is what limits life at times. So you, so your belief is, if you don't evolve, mm -hmm. then your world becomes limited to wherever you were. Correct. Or wherever you are. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really no incentive because there's nothing beyond that. Right. In your mind. Right. right? Like, it's just like, I've been in this space, I've been in this room, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I've never gone to the room over there or the mm -hmm. room over there. I've touched all four corners here. So every other day is Groundhog Day. Right. That's that 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 is really limiting. It's extremely. Wow. What, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think you know, living with purpose. You know, I mm, mean, at the end of the day, there's so many. There, but there's so many other obstacles I think that are out there that are really kind of like oppressing black men too that we cannot like ignore. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, we kind of feel like a lot that's already happened historically. Like it's in our past, so that it doesn't have any carryover. But the spirits of those tensions still exist yeah. in a lot of people's lives to this very day. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I'm the I'm the last of ten, and I'm thinking about it as you're speaking. I'm like I already lost two of my brothers of the ten. You know what I'm saying? I only mm -hmm. have one brother left. You know, mm -hmm. and actually that's not even true. Well, the youngest one of the brothers, he passed very young. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, the two brothers that I grew up with that are no longer with us, you know, when I think about what was their cause of death, I'm just like, dang, it's just, they worked hard, you know? Mm. Black men don't want to go to the doctors, you know, you know, things got under the radar mm. and then, you know, they pass over something like uncontrolled blood pressure, mm. diabetes, mm. you know, the things that are rampant in our community, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, and these aren't men that were obese. These aren't men yeah. that, that, that physically presented the in a way that would have been have us on them like yo you need to take better they mm -hmm. look great that's the thing you know is and that yeah, yeah no I, I, I mean to cut you off but that's the thing is that sometimes the optics right can be fooling and you know it, it's 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 not just health is part of it yeah but i think it's the unspoken intangibles of right. like what it is to exist in the skin mm. that can really weigh on us. Right. And I think, it, you know, I think your point, you, you guys made some really good points just about, you called it evolution, you called it purpose. I think that they both have a place mm -hmm. in the conversation. Mm -hmm. You have to evolve to a place where you can appreciate what your purpose is. Right. Right, and, and, and to mm -hmm. be in that space. Those two things are critical. But I also think that you have to be real about the unseen effects of what life can mean and be living in this skin like mm -hmm. we've talked about and it's been proven genetically that the effects of racism mm -hmm. can literally be genetically passed down mm -hmm. absolutely through people's gene, mm -hmm. dna like it's a thing for anybody who did not know that it's an actual thing mm -hmm. when you have an incident that is racially tense or gets you stressed out your cortisol levels your cortisol levels go up like that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Over the years, how that compounds. Right. That there's a book mm -hmm. that's called The Black Tax. And it talks about, I forget, I forget the author, I apologize. But it talks about the tax of the different things, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of being mm -hmm. being black. And it's not just, I think it it definitely affects our men right. more than our women, but it also affects our women too. Yes. You know what I mean? I just think per capita, it's like, and and, and your Gloria, your point about us working right right because we a lot of us it, it's, it's always so interesting to me the myth or the trope of black people as like lazy and shiftless i'd be like what you we Where? built this bitch for free how right. are you, what are you talking about right. right like not just that but like every black person i know works their fingers to the proverbial bone right and you know whether it's a legacy that we built or for ourselves or our family a hundred year plan mm -hmm. and we talk about that right, right? or something that we end up enhancing for others, we go to the grave with that. Right. And But we go way too early. And that's why I think that it's so important for us to have our spiritual disciplines. 
You know, when they look at our community, they, as much as we die early, as much as we work hard, they know there's something very sustainable about the black that don't crack. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I think it ties back to our spiritual disciplines and we have to kind of like identify what those things are and dig into it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's, you know, building that level of hope inside of your process, finding those things in your routine that's daily, that takes you, that gives you an opportunity. Like your physical body is easy to think about, oh, I need to get healthy. I need to eat better. I need mm-hmm. to work out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My mental body, I need to put some new information, some new books. What are you doing for your spiritual body? That's a real person in you. Because when your mental body and your physical body is being extremely strained mm-hmm. and your spiritual yeah. body is weak, that's what causes the collapse. Yeah. So if you bring up your spiritual body along with your mental and your physical, you now are a balanced being and can contend with whatever it is out there. And that spiritual component is going to really take you to that next level. But if we're not really putting that time on we don't believe or we spend it too much yeah, energy yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to feel like we can manifest what we want just with our own hands and not believing that somehow something else is going on that's bigger than us. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste <laughs> right here. Namaste right Word. here. Right. We got to start thinking out. out we got we to gotta, we gotta start thinking different ways and different approach. I agree. How do you stay young? How do you stay young? How do you stay young? Keep moving. I, yeah, like, the, the, you know, me personally, you know, certain coming from a particular uh, background, there's things that I knew I had to let go early. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that coming yeah, you, in. So you didn't deny the genetics nope, of the situation? A lot of people do. I think that's important. Yeah. You know, one thing, this, this is interesting. Um, I'm shifting into a season personally where I'm dealing with the notion of, like, uh, parental care. Mm. And I'm having conversations with my pops about his health, learning things about, like, hereditary traits that I did not know. Mm-hmm. I'm 43 years old. Mm-hmm. Why am I finding this out now? Right. Right? Like, you had, that's a blessing mm-hmm. that you had, that you was able to let those things go early. Mm-hmm. Because you then were empowered to make certain decisions mm-hmm. and ease your way into different lifestyle things. Mm-hmm. There are things that, like, I'm finding out now, like, my dad just gave me access to his medical chart. And I was like, so, so, so you wasn't going to, what? Like, you right. wasn't going to tell me this? Right. He wasn't. <laughs> Why? But, again, that's an example of, like, I want to live long, but then I would want my lineage to live long as well. Like, why do we make those choices? That I can't answer, but we do know they exist. Yes, we do. Right, so I'm sorry you had to find out certain things. Oh, no, I mean, you know, I'm, <laughs> yes, right. but I'm also thankful. Right. Because right. a lot of people don't. But we're also the first generation that has the responsibility of being the sandwich right being in that sandwich you know what I'm saying I'm still mm-hmm. raising young adult children mm-hmm. but I'm also still a caregiver for my dad you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying in, in some capacity you know what I'm right. saying having that hybrid space you know what I'm saying so I think that that that's a unique stress on us mm-hmm. but it also gives us insight into how we need to kind of manage and prepare for our own future you know what I'm saying because if we're living if we are going to live longer Whose burden? Are you planning and designing a life to sustain that? Word. You know what I'm saying? For us that mm-hmm. make it and live that, live out those days that way. I think it's something that requires us to be intentional. I Absolutely. think that we have to own the fact that like we're not going to hit 99 miles per hour if we don't necessarily get there through our own planning and execution mm-hmm. and being mindful of the fact that like it requires real choices on our mm-hmm. behalf. So make the real choice to do what you got to do to make sure that you're around because we want you to be around and we want you to stick around. Coming up, we've got our next segment, everybody's favorite segment, which is Rules of Engagement, our conversation on love, sex, and relationships. Before we get started, make sure you do yourself a favor. Hit that like button, that subscribe button. Make sure you're sharing the Charles Coleman podcast. We are everywhere podcasts are heard. Apple, Spotify, Pandora, we're everywhere like air. So make sure you are sharing the new home for Black Brilliance, the Charles Coleman podcast. Super excited. Got two of my favorite dream team members with me. Got Gloria Sherubin in the house of professional winner. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And of course, my man, you know me, love him. Understated, but never underrated. Kirk Cash, me and Quillen is in the building with the point as usual. Um, so today on Rules of Engagement, I have a campaign. I have two two things I want to talk about. But the first is a campaign. Okay. I feel like we got to stop asking people, like when you meet people, are you single? It's the dumbest fucking question out there. Wow. It's a dumb question. Yeah. 
Like, why is it a dumb question? You know I ain't single. Right, because you know. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why would you ask somebody that? Like, you really think, like, think about it. You're an attractive woman. Thank you. Right? You're, you're welcome. Right. So I'm an attractive guy. Right. Okay? So you, it, Kurt's an attractive guy. So you just think. Do you agree? Of course. Okay. <laughs> so, That's why I love you, I ain't you, hear baby. no damn acknowledgement. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Charles. I'm sorry. So you just think. That my six foot four black ass just walked up, showed up out the sky, out of your life, and I ain't smashing nobody. I ain't. I mean, smashing nobody don't mean you sing. You're not single. Uh, so, so ask what you want to know. That's what I'm saying. Ask what you want to know. Okay. Asking like, are you single? It's a dumb question. Mm -hmm. Like that. What's your boundary? Your boundary is. And here's the thing. People ask that. That's not even your boundary. Like, a lot of times, it's not even your boundary. Like, tell the truth. It's not even your boundary. Well, I guess the question is centered around the rules of engagement. So I know how to deal with you. Oh, you're married. Okay, so that means only on Thursdays I can go. Why you ask between... what you, what are you available for? <laughs> ask that. Not like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so. It's an icebreaker. It's corny. Okay. Yeah, okay, am I wrong? Nope. And women need to learn how to govern themselves accordingly. Those that's out here asking those types of questions. When you that's that's a fact. When you ask that question, immediately Why you so, always gotta make it a woman's issue than asking a goddamn single question? Hold up, the women way, even cover themselves the accordingly. Just, that's the okie though. It is it's mad dude. Men, men ask that question? All the time, baby. You married? That's different. What's the difference? It's very, I need no, to know because it's very different. I could, I could be cool Are with you, your husband, is what I'm asking. It's, Lies. It's very no, it is very different <laughs> because that's my boundary. Like, as a What boundary like, you... is it? Because you know now, it doesn't mean they stop. They still be like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm married. Well, are you happy? <laughs> oh, that wasn't his boundary. But that's his, but see, that's the thing that he's asking about his boundaries. Are, am I, are you single? Doesn't mean anything. Like, if you really think about, it, are you single? What does that mean? Are you married? Means you have a husband that you made a commitment to, so on and so forth. Are you happy? Means, well, you know. If are you single, means you have a woman that lives possibly in your house. And that, believes no, no, she's no, in a relationship no, with you, but you no, don't believe you in a relationship with no, her. No, it doesn't. So you don't necessarily think you're it single. Does, it doesn't mean that. Then you should ask. You her. should ask those. No, don't ask. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> ask the question you want the answer to. Like, are that you is the question. do you live alone? Do you live alone? Do somebody got keys to your house? Does somebody stay at your house on a regular basis? Like, these are the questions. Yo, you gotta let me understand the spectrum of the stuff we get. We get. What you get? My baby mama still live with me, but we're we not, not together. together. <laughs> what? How are you still living together, but not together? I mean, you know, what I don't have a baby mother. You know what the real question is? My question was, are you single? And he was like, yeah. So, the, but, but the, wait. But then, that's why you got to ask the, the question. But not, I had no idea his baby mama still live with him until. You showed up. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why you got to ask the question you want the answers to. But y'all don't really be answering the questions properly because y'all don't never really understand the question. Because your definition... See, there's a very distinct What does difference. single mean? Correct. See, that's what I'm talking about. There's a very... Like, you can mean single and... <laughs> I'm asking you as the male person in this conversation with me right now. Someone, Kurt, I'm going to ask you too, so get ready. I'm not single. What does it mean to be single? Single, so I, I honestly believe if you ain't married, you're single. If you ain't married, you're single. Now, that doesn't mean that you may not have somebody who you're seeing or involved with. Mm, so what's the better question? The better, that's the better question. I'm asking you, what would be the more Right, the better question, question is, uh, you know, it, women like to be there. Is there no, anyone stop out there? Tell me what women like. No, Tell I'm me saying. what is the you, appropriate question to are ask. Are you seeing someone? Are you seeing someone who is expecting you to be in a, a committed relationship? Are you in a committed relationship? That's an easy one. Are you in a committed relationship? And then go from there, right? Like if you want to keep pursuing it, what does that commitment look like? If if you if you want to be you know cons, uh, continue to pursue that, but are you in a committed relationship? That's boom. Nah. That's pretty simple. Right. Pretty straightforward and very specific. All right. Are you in a committed relationship? That's that's that's, that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's one. It. I that's mean, it. I think that that answers the question. Gotcha. Are you single? What does that mean? Right. IRS says 
Yes. Yes. Head yes. mm-hmm. a single and head a household. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Second question for the day. Um, there's a lot of controversy. Whole phase. Mm. Yay or nay? Whole phase. Well, let's be specific. Do you want your partner to have had a whole phase? How important is it that your either partner did not have a whole phase or that they have had a whole phase? At this point in my life, being the age that I am, my prayer is that she's already had a whole phase. Now, so are you saying that you, you not that she already had it, but you really want her to have had one? Yes. Okay. I am the same way. Okay. I personally, I'm pro whole phase, or pro phase, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Whole phase. Right. I, I, if, if you're going to go through that, I would applaud you. It's necessary. You have to yeah. get through your whole phase. Yeah. It, it is important. And it should be. So, so when you're vetting a guy, mm. right? Do you ask that question? No, I don't care about your whole phase. I'm just hoping that at this age you've already had it and but it's how out do of you your know system. If you don't who at this age ain't had a whole phase? First a of lot all, of people. y'all whole life is a whole phase. So <laughs> I don't even understand why a at this stage of- in my life, I'm thinking, damn, the idea that I would run into a man that is my age that has not had a whole phase, is there's something wrong with So it. you're just going to assume he's had a whole phase? Yes, please. We are adults. You have had to have had your whole phase. You're probably still hoeing right now, but- Did you, did you at have this a whole phase? Point, excuse me, sir? Did- let me say this really slowly. Did you have a whole phase? I had a phase in which I was exploring all possibilities for myself. I wouldn't necessarily refer to it as a whole phase. It's a simple yes or no. I said, <laughs> I had a phase yeah. in which I was exploring many different options and possibilities, but I wouldn't necessarily title it a whole phase. What would you call it? The phase in which I was exploring. <laughs> the phase in which I was hoeing. The phase in which I was hoeing. Right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Charles Goldman Podcast. Rules of engagement is always a fun time. That's our conversation on love, sex, and relationship. I want to thank both of my dream team members, both Smooth as Cashmere, Kurt Quillen, as well as the professional winner, Gloria Shubin for joining me today for, for today's conversation. Make sure that you are sharing, liking, and streaming the Charles Coleman Podcast wherever podcasts are heard, where everywhere like air. And until next week, remember, this is your new home for Black Brilliance, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.